0: hey so it's just jim uh taking it away this morning we're uh joining you from uh studio in uh, ogden uh actually north ogden utah our new home we got a studio set up down here you can kind of see the uh sticky notes over there where we do our mind mapping and brainstorming and all the stuff that we got going on but uh uh it's got uh, jeremy back standing by those of you tuning in to hear from jeremy he'll be with us shortly just had a couple of uh quick announcements we've got uh uh, a couple things going on that we want to talk about. We had our um, uh, dealer forum yesterday and um, I'm, I forgot. We want to talk to Jeremy a little bit about what the results were from that. But uh, the, the forum is available, you know, as a recording, we're seeing quite a few people pick that up. I'm going to get out there today and ask um, for some more feedback on that. We've got uh, feedback from a couple of accounting folks. And uh, so look for us to make an announcement next week about when we want to do the, the next meeting. And, but I mean, my, meantime, just know we could use your feedback. We're going to work on this thing on behalf of dealers and we want to hear from dealers and and verify that we're on the right track that w- what we're working on could really be a benefit to you. so by all means sound off and and uh, let us know there and so we'll be out there you know chatting with folks today and, and uh, over the weekend to try to make sure we we got the right uh, information and that we're working on the right stuff. But then also um, just a quick announcement we did also, uh, tentatively set a save the date, uh, for our next all day live stream for July 20th. Stay tuned for details on that. We may have to move that date, but, um, yeah, watch out for that. Cause we, uh, we got a little time to figure it out, but, um, but definitely counting on a live stream, you know, about that time. So we just need to find a t- date that all the, all the people can be there. So anyway, let's, uh, let's get Jeremy back in the conversation. Uh, good morning, Jeremy. Thanks for joining us. Good
1: morning, Jim. How are you? Good to be here again.
0: I'm I'm just great. We're we're a couple minutes in. It seems that we're live. Michelle is not here this morning, and it seemed like there was a clumsy little thing with the buttons here, but. It's like she has the same problem. We got a little thing that we, we try to roll our our intro, it doesn't it doesn't want to do its thing. Now I well, what what I
1: what I can tell you, Tim, is we're definitely probably less attractive to the audience without Michelle here. That- with just you and me here, it's I mean, we we got problems.
0: I have lots of people tell me, including uh, Jared <laughs> Halstead, who you found to know. Jared, tell yes. me. Jim, you know people really only tune in because of Michelle. You know that.
1: Right? <laughs> I was just on a, on our board meeting or a board call yesterday with uh, with Jared, and uh, I absolutely love listening to Jared talk because it just reminds me of growing up. You know, I grew up in the deep south of Texas, and oh yeah, um, and just his his country mindset and twang and just good hearted, um, and uh, just uh, just uh, I absolutely love to listen to it.
0: Yeah. That uh, he's quite a <clears throat> His country mindset might be part of why he and I get along well. But uh, <laughs> my, he uh, love you, my, and I get along well too. <laughs> I'm from the country myself. So uh it is funny when yeah, I travel, too. you know, Jeremy when I travel I would always um especially when I moved to Utah in twenty sixteen, people would, you know, kinda say hey you're you're not from around here are you pick up a little bit about the accent. and i would tell him, yeah, i just moved here from texas so please speak slowly you know so, right uh, <laughs> that's how i kind of got by for a while but yeah i i definitely um uh you know come from the country and have uh that's part of where the roots are obviously in a lot of what we do sure. kind of that um that thing that we do with white hat way and all those things and jared's very much uh you know, a part of those things. And, but yeah, listen, I want to catch up with you on, um, it's been a month since we spoke yeah. for those who haven't paid attention. We're doing this the first Friday of every month. So get a chance to get the latest on NIEDA. And of course the, the big thing coming out of NIEDA is the, the conference coming up in June. And we saw the announcement about yeah. your keynote speaker. That's fun.
1: Yeah, we are hard and heavy planning for, uh, I think uh, what is going to be the biggest and certainly the best, Uh, convention that we've had in quite some time, if not ever. To your point, we just announced uh, Sugar Ray Leonard as our keynote speaker. So I am super excited uh, to, uh, to work with Sugar Ray Leonard. And if you know anything about Sugar Ray Leonard's career, the ups, the downs, the adversity, all of the things that he's gone through, uh, man, I don't know that you could have a better speaker with a better message right now for our industry and for our economy on what we're going through. And he is about as energizing as you could possibly find. So I am super stoked uh, to be able to have him uh, help help kick off uh, the 23 uh, Convention and Expo this year.
0: Yeah, I'm looking forward to that, too. I do not know the stories about the struggles and ups and downs. I only know about their, you know, stardom you know, yeah. at the top of their career. So, yeah, that'll be interesting to hear. Those. I
1: think You know, I think it's funny that you say that, Jim, because I was thinking about this um, yesterday or the day before that when we look at athletes or we look at um, people who are super successful and have, a, have a, and really even those who are super successful in their careers and in their business that are really well-known names, all yeah. you know them for are the successes uh, yeah. that they had. But the underlying struggles and the climb to that success and 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 the the weights that they had to to throw off themselves and the, the 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 struggles, the personal struggles, the professional struggles, man, that's really where the story is. And I think, you know, even when you look at you know the car business, right? You look at you know some of the big names of of the car business and Uh, They didn't get there overnight. They didn't get there by, you know, just some miraculous miracle or by luck. They got there because of the struggles that they went through. And, you know, having having talked with Sugar Ray and his agents and everything, getting ready for this convention and ultimately the selection of him as our keynote uh, speaker. uh, That was one of the things that really kind of resonated for me is I don't know that there's that there's a better time for us to hear the message that he has to tell us.
0: Good. Yeah, there's a lot of work ahead for us. And obviously, on our show this morning, we're mostly talking to buy here, pay here folks. And I just have been saying that, you know, I see us heading into a a bumpy time for buy here, pay here, that there's a good news, bad news scenario. in that for me, it's going to be challenging. Those who work hard and work smart, going to find a ton of opportunity. Like, it's just going to be, you know, an interesting, but but we got to be smart and navigate some stuff and, and obviously the work element. I've seen that Jeremy and like we talk about only being familiar with with uh, Sugar Ray Leonard's career at his peak. You know, that's the part that that's the part that makes it on HBO and that makes it on SportsCenter right. at night is the is the glory yeah. part, the you know, the pinnacle. They don't show the stuff inside the locker room or the financial struggles that you know, people might have to navigate, you know, and and kind of creating that career, but yeah, I think that's an interesting thing for us to to talk yeah. about at the conference.
1: You know, one of the things that, uh, that I learned that's really interesting about Sugar Ray just in our conversations, and he's um, got a new book out that he's going to be signing at convention as well. But um, one of the things that I learned uh, is, you know, after he won the Olympics, uh, obviously he, he um, obtained pretty much stardom at that point in time. was broke and his family was broke and they were having some financial struggles and that's actually what um, predicated his jump into professional boxing was because he needed to help his parents um, get out of the financial struggles that they were in his mom get out of the financial struggles that she was in and and that's really where the where the star that became Sugar Ray Leonard was born out of was the necessity to help and his mom. Um, And so those are, to your point, Jim, those are things that you don't know about him or don't know about the struggles that he went through. And right. I, I really, I'm, I probably will be a broken record until, and probably after the convention. I am super excited to to hear him and to to have him speak to our dealers and talk. Them because there's a lot of, there's a lot of intersections where the struggles that he went through and the ways that he overcame them and the mental toughness that he had is really what our what our members need to hear now right. uh, and be prepared for. And so I, I, I'm super excited.
0: Good. Well, we obviously want to see as many dealers in that conference hall as can possibly get there. We always know the value um, of, of those events. And I should probably dust off an article that I wrote on the heels of, of a conference. Um, you know, it was probably a year and a half ago. It seemed like it was a, a NABD conference, so, you know, formerly, formerly NABD now the Super right. Forum. But they, you know, they just talk about all the things that people benefit from in, in coming to these conferences. Of course, there's education. You can sit in the breakout rooms and you can get, the real education, but there's so many other benefits in between.
1: Yeah. There, there's so much, and I think I would love to certainly see that article because you know I'm sure that we probably have some of the same views on on convention and ex on, on expos and going to things like this. Look, the, the the allure and the pull to convention and expo certainly is a a, a well known keynote speaker, but it really should be the education, and it is the education that you're going to get, and then the networking opportunities that you have with dealers that are uh, either uh, have either gone through similar struggles or similar patterns as you or are going through them or have overcome them and, and you get the opportunity to really kind of network, learn from them, whether it's in the halls of the expo, uh, whether it's in the the, the passing uh, periods between the education sessions, whether it's at any of the parties or the receptions, um, or whether or not it's really sitting at a round table during the education sessions. I, I'll tell you, we have, we have spent Um, an immense amount of time at the association. Really focusing on the educational aspects uh, of of convention this year, and ensuring that we have uh, relevant and and uh, uh, mainstream and not so mainstream speakers. Um, we are um, we're going to have the CFPB there. We're going to have the FTC there. We're going to have the IRS there talking about the the uh, EV tax credits and the um, you know the the various tax laws that have come out. And so there's what we tried to really do is look and see what and 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 listen to our members and say what are what is it that they need to hear what is it that they need to learn and then go and find and, and source all of those speakers and find the the speaking proposals and i think we've, we're going to have over 75 plus education sessions this year at convention which is uh, our largest um a number of education sessions um, that we've had in quite some time if if not ever um and and you know they fall everywhere from accounting to certainly compliance and 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 working within the regulations to dealership operations to you know secession planning right to you know um to inventory management and so i I you know I, I think I think this convention and this expo is going to be a place I know is going to be a place where dealers can come and get tangible takeaways from an educational standpoint and conversation and networking standpoint to be able to go back and put into place at their stores day one, these aren't going to be, we're not looking for things that are going to take months to implement. We're looking for things that you can go back and put into place at your store day one. Yeah.
0: Um, Unfortunately, I think you probably just killed your your attendance when you said that the IRS is going to be there. You to to don't want to pop into those folks. Hey,
1: hey, look, I think I think it's important though. I, I hear you. I hear what you're saying, and
0: I don't disagree with you. But I
1: certainly think it's important that we, you know, part of our responsibility that we take very seriously at the association is, you know, making sure that you're aware of even the things that maybe you don't that are uncomfortable sometimes to talk about or uncomfortable to deal with. And I think with all the new tax laws and everything that's going on right now where better to learn that stuff from than, you know, the people who are processing those, those laws and and implementing those laws with the IRS.
0: Yeah. One of the things too, that I've seen with conferences and, and um, I'm sure I mentioned it in the article that I'm referring to, but you know, one of the big things that happens in my mind, some of the biggest takeaways, the most impactful conversations are sometimes just over a cocktail or over lunch. may not be a formal round table, It may not be in a workshop. It may just be somebody you meet who, you know, you just strike up a little conversation, you learn a little something. And I've had, Michelle and I've had countless, you know, encounters like that. And then as a former dealer myself, I can say that, you know, it's also been the case, but then the exhibit hall, I mean, being able to go and, and actually if you're somebody who's, you know, contemplating a move with your GPS provider or a DMS system, you know, it's nice to be able to go and see the stuff and meet the people. I always say, it's really important to know the people behind the product. It's just hard. And so having yeah. to just be there in the exhibit hall, chat with them, get to know them a little bit. It's just really, that's a, another big benefit of those kinds exactly. of things. I, I think that's
1: an extremely valid point. We're going to have over 200 um, exhibitors in exhibit hall this year. And then we're, tr- we're doing something new this year, which I think is going to be a really big hit. And we're seeing a lot of success, a lot of uh, request for it already. We're doing, we have two stages set up in the opposite corners of the, of the exhibit hall this year for quick, what we're calling quick hit sales pitches. So mm-hmm. um, um, partners can get up there on stage for 20 minutes, um, kind of, uh, back in the corner, so it's not going to impede any conversations that are having in any other booths uh, or throughout Expo Hall. But there's going to be two uh, stages and eight sessions for uh, each, uh, two different days, and and partners get to get up there and spend 20 minutes to walk through kind of their product and really kind of give their pitch because, you know, and we did that because. Uh, for two reasons. Number one, the education sessions are not sales pitches. We are very adamant in working with our partners that are presenting that look, don't don't go in there and pitch your product. This isn't about a pitch. This is really about you know, educating them on a certain topic or a certain philosophy or process. But the expo hall is where you have those conversations about products and you can get into that pitch. But sometimes navigating an expo hall, especially with 200 plus exhibitors is sometimes a daunting task. So we set up these, you know, quick hit um, uh, sales pitch stages. Where you can go and you can listen to these various different partners uh, that get on stage for 20 minutes, walk through a very stringent 20 minutes, and then you can go and have enough knowledge to then be able to go and engage in a further, deeper conversation with them in their booth about the product uh, or the service that they uh, did the quick hit sales pitch on. So uh, mm-hmm. we've seen a lot of a lot of interest in that, and I think that those are, that's going to be a really good um, uh, thing for our for our members to really be able to understand the various vendors and partners that are, that are in the expo hall.
0: Yeah, very good. I think um, what I'm hearing you call a quick hit, I've sometimes heard referred to maybe as a pop-up kind of thing. Yep. Like, and so yeah. that, um, and I've heard that those can be quite successful. It does make sense to me to sit and hear somebody's uh, value proposition and understand what kind of separates them from at least their perspective on, on how they uh, are separated from the the competition, if you will. So, yeah, I think it's all, it's all really important for dealers to, to get there and and get a chance to experience those things, because like I say, there's just, there's tons of value besides just the, the education. And I, I also just can say generally that because of my perspective on the industry, which is a lot of work in the trenches, meeting a lot of dealers. And then we have the kind of the broader level too. It does look to me like we're, we're heading into time. One of the things we've been talking about and we talked about in our forum yesterday was this idea of, Uh, artificial intelligence like we're we're in an age where intelligence is going to be important and that's kind of I'm not just talking about that work smart thing I'm talking about going beyond that into data intelligence making for our buy here payer folks is about making good decisions and being as efficient as we possibly can in this um, you know kind of turbulent economy and so we just think that's going to be important this is another example where being a, being educated at the conference is going to allow dealers to be more efficient. I think I've said in the past, it's been my observation over many years of, of going to these conferences and sometimes hosting them. It's like, it seems to be that the most successful dealers are the ones that are in there soaking it up. Like you see the people that are really well-established, very healthy operations. Why, and you'd think, well, why they're smarter than anybody here? Why are they on the front row? You know, it's like, but well, maybe ask yourself if that's right. how they got to be so successful, you know? And so yep. I think this is part of how I, uh, to me, the conference is like, and, and we talk about it, you know, you, it's, it's not, um, it's not lost on us and, and it's not uh, a secret that NIADA has a large membership and uh, at the people who attend the conference is a small percentage of that, that thing, you know? And so it really just, it's always a thing for me and, and from a very young age, Jeremy, as a, as a young, business person I was I was interested in business when I was in my calculus class in college I told the story about I just turned out the window in my calculus class thinking I just don't want to be here I'd rather be in business like you know right. from my earliest days in business it's like I've always been especially fascinated by the messaging part yes. of that that is business like how do you connect with your would-be consumers or in your case your members and so that's the part that fascinates me is like how do we figure out how to get these folks here because we know there's tons of value and they we just got to help <clears throat> that value right
1: yeah and i, I think that's a, a huge point right is it's it's really about making sure that you know there's a misnomer that conventions and expos and look up I've, I've gone to i go to probably half a dozen to a dozen of them a year um and there's a misnomer that they're all about parties and that they're all about you know the the you know the the cocktail receptions and all of those stuff and while as we've mentioned that is certainly an important part the 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 underlying and overarching theme of, of, of conventions and expos, especially ours, um, is, you know, how can we help our members make their business better? How can we help them through the struggles or challenges that they're having? How can we help them, uh, you know, uh, find new uh, ways to do different things that they're, that maybe they're successful in today, but could be more successful in, or maybe they're struggling in and need some additional help. Um, and, and that goes everywhere from facilitating in the conversations, uh, you know, uh, through welcome reception, and through first- timer receptions and 20 group receptions and all those other things to the actual educational sessions all the way to the expo session and then ultimately uh, the the you know one of the things that I'm really excited about this year is the the, the national quality or right um, and bringing it into the fold of the actual convention so we've made some additional changes to actually help use that reception or that, that awards ceremony to actually close out our convention, rather than make it a, a big dinner at the end uh, and a and a long reception at the end. So you're going to see that kind of intertwined. Because look, to be to to be nominated for an NQD for a National Quality Dealer is a really big thing. To win it is an even larger thing, um, and. For our members, for our to that don't maybe know what NQD is or National Quality Dealer, uh, this gives an opportunity to really understand what was it that that dealer did that set themselves apart, that got them nominated and ultimately named as National Quality Dealer of the Year, um, and and really start to bring some awareness to this. But you know, and you know, quite frankly, look, I go to Vegas way too many times than I actually want to admit because. Everything with automotive is in Vegas and has been for the last, you know, 25 years. Um, but you're not going to get a better rate at the win than, than our negotiated rate of $174. So I highly encourage everybody to go out to our website, niedacom backslash convention and register for the convention this year. Um, we'll be releasing all of our educational sessions uh, first part of next week. And it's going to be a super robust uh, agenda and educational show for sure.
0: Sure. Well, you got one other um, celebrity besides Sugar Ray Leonard that will be there. Michelle Rhodes is expecting to be in attendance. So we yeah, that's what I've heard. Uh, okay.
1: We 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 hadn't heard from her agent yet whether or not she was actually going to be able to to, yeah. to grace us with her presence. Right. But I I've I've heard rumors she's going to be.
0: We've there. We've, heard, we've had funny stories. <laughs> travel to people who meet us you know as a result of the morning so it's just a, it's a it's an unusual thing like we're, we're not used to meeting people that but <laughs> she has more stories than i do for sure um but anyway the uh the, the other thing i wanted to have a chance to talk to you about today was um one aside like as you're talking through that i'm thinking so what's the environment at the NIED offices right now are you guys uh, meeting are you going in in person or are you mostly working virtually how's that how's that dynamic working uh, these days
1: I would say it's probably a little bit of a hybrid, probably more on the virtual uh, 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 deal right now. Still, obviously we have our office in uh, in Las Colinas, Irving, Texas. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we do have people that go in there every single day. Mm -hmm. Uh, And, uh, you know, and then I go there probably once a week or once every other week. Uh, Jeff, our new CEO, everybody knows Jeff Martin. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Jeff uh, has been there um, really the last, you know, I think he's been on board now for three weeks. Mm -hmm. And I think he spent two of, his weeks uh in uh in our office in las colinas yeah. um and i know he'll be there uh, back there next week as well uh so i would say it's probably a hybrid of both we you know we try to get together as much as we possibly can and certainly uh, a large part of our staff are here in the dallas fort worth area so we do get together uh when uh, when we can but at the same time uh, also understand that you know to to travel 30 45 minutes or an hour to get to an office to sit on zoom calls oh, yeah. isn't always the best use of of our time so you know we try to we try to find
0: that happy balance yeah it takes a long time to go 20 miles in dfw so yeah this, especially going towards irving yes yeah <laughs> yeah, yes very good so you know one thing too that i don't know that we've talked about recently in, in your appearances i don't I don't know that people know a lot about your car career. You want to kind of take folks yeah. on how you got started and and uh, how that, I know you and I kind of had a little bit of a career intersection in North Texas.
1: Yeah, we did. Um, we did for a little while for sure. So, um, I've been in the car business for going on 25 years. I started, uh, again, I tell people this, this, I know I don't look as old as, as I am, but I just turned 45 and, um, and, uh, I started back selling cars. Uh, you know, so I got out of college and was going to be a high school uh, history teacher and a, um, a football and athletic coach. And that's what I, was going to be, and that's what I'd always wanted to be. I was destined to be that, and my parents said, "That's great, and that's fine, but while you move back in with us and you live with us, you're going to have to pay rent. You're going to have to pay, you know, your bills because we're not going to we're not yeah. going to front your your expenses anymore." Sure. So I had to get a job, yeah. uh, and but. Be- In between that. And so I went and uh, applied in the newspaper to a newspaper ad in the Fort Worth uh, Star-Telegram for a used car salesperson and I started selling used cars Um, and um, worked my way up, sold cars for, many, for for, several years, became a finance manager. Um, then, uh, ultimately a finance director, uh, general manager, general sales manager. There wasn't a, a, a seat in the dealership that I didn't sit in outside of fixed operations. Uh, ultimately became a, a very small shareholder in and, um, and a Buick GMC store. Um, and, uh, um, you know, ran that for a little while. Uh, we also had at when I ran that store, we had a used car uh operation that was about a mile and a half down the uh down the road from our franchise store. Um and that had buy here, pay here operations. So that was that I ran as well. So that was my kind of my foray into buy here, pay here and certainly to the independent dealership space. And then I jumped ship uh from retail, made a successful jump over to um o- over to the the banking side and went to work for a very large financial institution on their f and i products division mm-hmm. uh was national training manager there and then um and then from there uh went to another la- very large um f and i provider but on the independent side i uh, apologize for my dog going
0: You're crazy a right yeah. now Just um what about bit about you.
1: And, and worked very closely with NIDA for many, many, many years, and then ultimately had the opportunity to come over to the association uh, back in August of last year. So just over six months uh, now. And um, so, but look, this is all I've known. This is what I love. Uh, yeah. This business is who I am. It's part of my DNA. Uh, sure. And there's there's not much I could imagine myself ever doing so i never made it to to high school teaching and the high school uh, uh, athletic coach i'm still a huge sports fan uh, but i certainly uh, made it i think all right in the car business
0: yeah you certainly have Uh, i don't know if you can read my little um title there on the screen it says head coach of the yes that's my that's my (laughs) attempt to you know i never got to be that football coach either and i didn't unlike you i didn't have a, a design on doing that it's just over the years and my kids going through athletics and I began to realize, you know, I could have enjoyed coaching, you know? And so, but there's also part of that for me in our industry, it's kind of like, you know, part of coaching, especially at certain levels is like recruiting. Right. So so yeah. part of what's happening with me is I'm just trying to recruit people and because Michelle and I are over here trying to lead a bit of a movement and we know we can't do it ourselves. And so you got to go out and recruit people and you got to bring people to the thing and, and inspire them to go make some changes and and improvements. And so that's kind of where the head coaching thing, you know, yeah. feels right for me. And, and uh, so it's fun. I mean, I also enjoy athletics. And as we talked about earlier, it's kind of with the Sugar Ray Leonard tie back. is like, you know, that it's there's things to learn and it's hard work. You know, it's the big lesson. The big takeaway for me is it's, I used to say with these young kids and these booster clubs and, and uh, young young athletes is, you know, it's not like you're going to roll out of bed one morning and be on ESPN's top 10 that night. You know, it's like there's work to be done. Right,
1: know? It goes back to what we were talking about at the very beginning of the show with Sugar Ray Leonard, right? Everybody knows the name and knows the success, yeah. but nobody knows the story and the amount of work it took him to get there. And he didn't get there overnight, yeah. right? There, there's a lot of work that gets
0: there absolutely yeah we can uh, we can wind down i do want to ask uh before we finish and we'll save some of those questions i had some questions teed up to ask so we can get to know you a little bit yeah. more we'll find out more about your background in a future episode but uh for today i just want to ask you to share we, we learned that you're a dog owner what else do we need hey, to can hear that yeah yeah no that's all good that's <laughs> funny the uh what about uh, just share with me something that uh, our listeners wouldn't know about jeremy
1: um something our listeners would not know about me so there's there's probably a few things but i would say probably number one thing that you once you hear once i tell you this you're gonna be like ah now i see it um my dad was a preacher growing up a methodist preacher growing up and so i am a pk
0: um
1: and for a for a short stint of my collegiate career, I was actually going to be a preacher too. Um, And, and then I decided, no, I enjoy sports far more. And so I wanted to uh, go and be a different type of coach, but yeah, uh, yeah, I grew up uh, as a preacher's kid in the Methodist church all my life. We moved about every three or four years all over central Texas and small towns. Um, And, um, and, and I think that's why, one of the reasons that I can probably work a room so well is I grew up in so in small towns and, you know, Jim, that in small town, Texas, everybody that lives there is, has usually been there for generations. Yeah. Their, their parents, their families, their mm-hmm. grandparents, you know, great, 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 great grandparents founded the, 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 uh, the city. And so as a new guy, as a new kid coming in, like you've got to figure out a way to you know, like break through kind of that barrier to be able to make friends. And so, I learned early on that, you know, look, you can't be afraid to be who you are and you can't be afraid to go up and engage in conversations and you can't be afraid to to get outside of your comfort zone um, and, and you become a better person for it. And I think that that's a lot of the reason why I've had some of the successes and quite frankly, some of the struggles I've had in my life is that, you know, um, look, I, I I don't know that I've ever met a stranger and I don't know that I'm afraid to, to I'm certainly not afraid to embrace any struggles Yep. Um, because that's what I did you know every every three or four years growing up
0: no I get it I think it's that's a good um, thing to know and I, I can see it and you I mean I obviously I could see right away how you connect with people and I think you're in your role as uh, is it VP of dealer development is that your title mm-hmm. so yeah. you know, obviously in that role you're going to do a whole lot of listening and a whole lot of connecting with people and and um, so we can see you out there doing that already so uh, yeah again the conference dates I got it right here let me just make sure you, you probably know them off the top of your head
1: I do. They are June 19th through the 22nd uh,
0: at the Wynn
1: Las Vegas. Right. And again, you can just go to NIDA.com backslash convention. Uh, you can uh, you know see all of the, the reasons why you should attend the hotel, all of that different stuff. You can register and then make your hotel register uh, or uh, um, make your, your hotel reservations uh-huh. right then and there. And certainly get the link to be able to download the NIDA app, mobile app, um, that's one of the big things that we rolled out last year. It's a year long app. It's not just about convention. Uh, right. You can manage your membership in there, your state membership, your 20 group membership, all of the stuff throughout the the mobile app. And it'll certainly help you at convention as well.
0: Sure. Very good. Well, if you will stand by just a moment yeah. uh, end the program, but if you'll stand by, uh, we'll be right back with you and uh, kind of wrap up our conversation. Uh, Perfect. Yeah. By just a minute, I'll close up here. So again, thanks for tuning in folks. We, uh, we want to see you at that, uh, conference in, um, in June. I'm sure Michelle and I will be, um, in Vegas at the Wynn. fantastic facility. And uh, I like Jeremy, I've been around the car business long enough to be to Vegas a few times and I've been at the Wynn, and it is really, uh, you know, a fantastic resort. So look forward to seeing many of you there, uh, until, uh, Monday, uh, enjoy your weekend. Thanks for tuning in.